Yeah, I don't ever see it happening. Like I know multiplayer is such an aspect of our lives, of our gaming lives right now, but it every studio doesn't have to make their game multiplayer despite what people think they want out of a game. You know, you're always going to have a bunch of people saying like, well, there's no multiplayer. Like, what's the multiplayer? And they'll have to respond to that and be like, well, maybe we'll put it in to not turn them off. But like, no, sometimes there's an experience of the game that's valuable just by being you in the game and having your own experience in there. This is episode 257 of the Emergent Gamer Podcast. I'm Felix, and I got Neo here. Hey, what's up? I'm Neo. And I got Trip. What's going on, Trip Zero, guys? How are you? Uh, we're all out of lock tonight, though. So We're all, all out we're of fresh lock. out of lock. <laughs> We've ran out of lock. He'll be back at some point. But, you know, here we are. This is us. Two, 257 episodes. Yeah, I was just remarking uh, before the show, uh, Neo, that I think I've done 255 episodes. You don't take sick days. I have no, he's saving, he's saving his vacation time, dude. Uh, the only two shows that I didn't do, and here I know these for a fact because they're connected with uh, trips I took. I went to the beach for episode 90. I was at the beach for episode 90. I love how you're recalling this. Ep- yeah, how do you know this specifically? <laughs> well, because recently I went back through different episodes, but the, and the beach was our our our, fo- our first digital show. Uh, when I went to the beach, uh, Neo and uh, Trip and Locke, I think, did a show. Episode 90 it was our first. I don't know if it was Discord. It might have been we attempted through Skype. I don't. I don't even know. Our first digital show was episode 90, and I was at the beach. For that. I feel like we never would have used Skype. That's offensive to me. I don't know. Maybe we used Discord. But it was. I, I remember I went to the uh, beach for a week. And then 170, that was the other one I missed. And 170, just, you edited Trip Zero. You edited that. How? You did the picture. You did it all. And that was my 40th birthday trip to Maine. I was in Maine giving you advice on the phone as I was walking down the street late at night. Um, post show on how mm-hmm. I, the, my editing process. So, yeah, those are the two shows. Love it! Wow. I mean, it's, a, it's I'm not like it's not a pissing contest. I'm just fucking you know. <laughs> I'm, kind of a I'm, pissing contest, I'm just I'm remarking on it. It's wow, it's long, 257. It's, it's crazy how I've been on 255 of these. <laughs> absolutely nuts to me to just reminisce. Anyway, I'm Felix. You're good, and this is the Emerging Air Podcast. <laughs> Absolutely crazy to me. <laughs> anyway, anyway, what's good, dudes? How was your week? It was, it's been a good week. It's been a week, for sure. And but some gaming, some uh, gaming and stuff. I've had a lot of fun. My yeah. gaming, yeah. You want to talk about your gaming? Let's do it. Let's recap because we didn't recap last week. No, with we all didn't. like the news of the gaming world and all the things we got to discuss. So, so let's get caught up with everybody. Trip, so, you, Felix, you, you, you want me to go first? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Go. Do it, dude. All right, so uh, do you want the, the the meaty stuff or just the real basic stuff, the flash quick stuff? Do you want to, what is like that an appetizer mean? main do course? You, do you both you're asking, yeah, yeah do you want the appetizer first? or the main course to my, my conversation? <laughs> will there be cake at the end? There won't be any cake. There won't be any cake. Do 
I mean, take us like a meal. Take us appetizer in the main course. Okay. So the appetizer, the real quick statement is fuck Neil Druckmann. God damn it, dude. Dude, John, Felix. I'm just kidding. Neil, I I love you. I love you, Neil. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. It's like one, I love you to like seventy six. Fuck yous. He's not going to take our I, calls, man. He's I, not going to take our calls. Listen to this though. I, I did. I did watch a really great, and I'm not going into details. Last of Us Two spoiler chat with um, uh, the two mains, uh, Ashley Johnson and I'm blanking. Was this the kind of funny one? I'm blanking on. Yeah, I think so. Didn't you post Greg, it? You Greg, posted. Greg Miller. Yeah, Gre- with Greg Miller. Mm-hmm. I, that guy's pretty awesome, like Neil Druckmann. I've been really, enjoy- yeah. I really enjoyed that that spoiler discussion. So if you played through the whole game and you want a really good, um, like reasoning behind choices they made in the game, it'll give give you context. It'll give you great context. Oh, almost almost forgot slight housekeeping. Slight yeah. housekeeping. We're on oh, yeah, YouTube yeah, and all, like, Do that. All, all that's podcast services. But this past Sunday, I did a spoiler cast with the Lunar Castaways. Yes, he did. Which is live on their on all of their channels. We did a it was like six people, uh, including you know Iron Storm, Jacket, uh, yeah. Andy from our community, like all these people. We all we all just discussed the whole entire yeah, game. Just and it was search great. Lunar Castaways if you want to subscribe and listen to that on. I believe they're on Apple Podcasts. Uh, they, they, they it, was the their, it was their Talking PlayStation podcast. They have like two or so. They have like the Lunar Castaways, and they have Talking PlayStation, which oh, is got it. Specifically, do they uh, put their shows to all the services or? Yes, yes, they do. I okay. believe so. Cool, cool. Sorry, continue, continue. Yeah, we're good. We're good. Um, but no, the reason I said I started with that trip was because I started mm-hmm. playing Last of Us. You just finished Last of Us, and I yes. just started earlier in the week or early, like late last week. I started playing off stream Last of Us on Grounded. I will not ever play that on stream no one will ever see the rage no one will ever see the crumbling humanity that i become when i am playing that on grounded that is the hardest that is harder than uncharted 4 the fact that you say that makes me kind of worried for you because i've seen some crumbling humanity on your stream and if you're not willing to put that on stream my mind only imagined you you saw how bad i I was on uncharted 4 i'm like thousand times worse when i play grounded it's so much pressure it's more pressure than i i don't think it's as much pressure as i had in god of war the problem the difference between gimme god of war mode in the new god of war is i don't ever think i could accomplish that i gave up on it because there's no reason i'm i it's not accomplishable it's just completely unfair (laughs) and full of bullshit like there's no i have a feeling on new game plus it might be slightly easier grounded well, uh, yes, yes, because you've you've unlocked things. Right, you have right. all the things. Right. So right. I have that theory myself, and um, but I, do you? Do, so is that what you suggest, Neo? Uh, do do a new game plus so, run. So Locke it? said some things that are very confusing before it, and now I'm thinking it was new game plus that he played because he couldn't remember. Locke said he did a bow only run, and I literally don't know how he did that in grounded because they never I mean, look, get they never we get, all can't be locked you know what no I mean? no but they never give you arrows it's a it's a fact uh, that they just don't show up like they're not there they're never there and they don't last forever you can shoot a guy once luck shoot him again maybe you'll luck out again third time typically your arrow breaks and then you're out of arrows again so i don't know how he said he claims that he did grounded on new on um on bow only 
um, if unless un- he waited until he got an arrow and killed everybody with uh, bricks. And that's might that might be what he's talking about. He beat everybody. Definitely could, man. Yeah. Um, but dude, man, whoa, that's so hard. Look, look I can't imagine, man, because I was playing the game on normal, and it's hard. there are still moments in there that are tough as shit. Yeah, and like I, the, you, you can name them, like the uh, the clicker section in the old building that tumbled, right? Where there's like four mm-hmm. clickers or three. Cl- there's three clickers and. In three runners, I think, in that area. Two clickers and four runners. That's what it is. Just like near the beginning. Near the very uh, beginning. Um, yeah, but yeah. when they're that, climbing that through that building. actually yeah. really tough, yeah. Yeah, that's when really actually, hard. Yeah, when the, it's the first real time you encounter a clicker that can insta kill you. Right, mm-hmm. right. All right. the rest are just like infected. And then you run up on those. And I found that out because I was like fighting a bunch of them. And I, like, I stuck them on one and I fought another one off. And another one just grabbed me and immediately killed me. And I'm like, well, why, can't, why couldn't I fight? that one off why didn't i couldn't i escape and i was like oh it's because when they're fully in their like their clicker transformation they're just it's an immediate death can now, you use the melee weapon on them i i haven't played it since the if you have a shiv if you, you have can a shiv you can shiv them, them if, if you catch them from behind but you can't shiv them from the front mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. all you can do is take melee weapons so you can throw like a you'll throw pick up a brick you'll throw it at them to knock them over and then you can where they stagger and then then you can whack them with like your uh, brick and break them uh Mm -hmm. uh, the coolest thing i did figure out because of grounded grounded taught me this is if you throw a brick at an enemy and then hit them like uh not a, a a clicker or a runner but if you throw a brick at a human enemy you hit them with a brick that's one hit it's only one more hit to kill them with a with a mm-hmm. melee that is how i got through whole sections of the game because i would that's good to know, i would man. run around oh and the other thing that's great bricks respawn baby bricks respawn bitches like wh- how do you get them to respond you've you got to go away? out of the section like so if there's an area that has a bunch of bricks you just run back mm-hmm. as far as the game will let you until you're in another section and then the bricks when you go back into the section have completely wow, respawned dude. so the there's, chat, there's the, the stress gcc two whole sections of the game specifically when you're at the dam when you're at the dam fighting with tommy mm-hmm. um there that section has you know on grounded that has like i don't know 20 bad guys that you gotta kill a lot like there's so many shooting and you're an instant kill if you get shot by any of them if you get seen you're an instant kill Mm -hmm. Um, and i got through the whole thing by backtracking into the factory area and collecting the bricks that are down there and killing everybody with bricks dude i get wanting to play efficiently and and safely but like i don't know if i would have the patience to backtrack every time yeah. to do like a brick cheese dude I would it, just dude it wasn't it wasn't even it like it, it was what wasn't even a fucking joke how many i had to do it for all 20 guys oh my god uh, yeah i would i would have the patience for that either and i did it i did it but i lost my patience the other night and nearly broke the headphones um not the headphones i'm wearing but my uh astros i nearly no, broke, course, my, you, I broke nearly broke my astros on the part where ellie and um joel are trying to escape the 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 college the the lab at the college uh, uh-huh, when you're yeah. going out of there there's a bunch of guys that you got all the fireflies that are that are in the building shooting at you no they're not fireflies you're thinking of the hospital no this is just a bunch of dudes who've followed they're not uh, they're not mm. fireflies. They're part of that group of guys you kill right before where Joel falls on the rebar, right? Yeah, before that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, see, I thought they were fireflies because 
in the recap for the DLC, like they show a couple of those scenes right before that, because that's of course when the DLC happens. They might have been a, a shot comes through and Ellie goes fireflies, but maybe it really wasn't. But she just thought they were. I, I didn't get the. I haven't um, got the impression that they were fireflies because he gets there looking for fireflies and then finds a tape recorder and realizes, you know, like that they, they're gone. All the fireflies mm-hmm. are gone. They they seem like they're just a uh, part of the group of dudes that um, they killed earlier, basically. Got it. Which, yeah, that probably makes more sense. Which is fine. Uh, yeah. But anyway, I got back into that, and, and now I've had to put it down. But now, my second part, part two, the the, the meat, but I'm not going to waste too much time. Mm-hmm. Um, the meat of what I want to discuss is how much Fallout 76 has changed with what they just released yesterday. <laughs> and we're back. And it's called The Legendary Run. That's what it's called. What is, all right. Well, let's take us so, on the journey, dude. So Tell us about the fall. I'll be real quick. Uh, a few weeks ago, we got like a roadmap. Yeah, my dinner is spoiled. <laughs> no, no a, few, a few weeks ago, we got a roadmap, and the roadmap yeah. told us that we were going to be getting seasons, just like Destiny. Okay. Um, I don't know if they're going to execute it as well as fucking Bungie does it. or or uh, You don't like seasons, right, in Destiny, Trip? I, I like what they represent. I think they didn't hit well i think it turned the game more into like a trap to get people to keep but playing doing mindless shit than actually anybody who's having good yeah. content but a- anybody who's we're not gonna go down that road well we, we don't have to go down that road because i want you to just give me comparison points because you did play yeah. destiny's season stuff yeah. this is the first online game and if anyone's listening what seasonal play is is a limited time where they release some kind of map or some kind of like checklist uh, of things that you can do only in a limited time in an online game. And it mm-hmm. finally has come to the game that I play on a regular basis. Like I never caught it in the destiny stuff. Neo, is there any games that you have played seasonal play in besides destiny? Um, I mean, I guess Valorant kind of has that too, but well, it's really well, just the, the, the like founder, of the, battle pass, the right? founder of the feast would have been De- Diablo, right? Diablo three. Oh, yeah, they do have seasonal content. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. But like, I never, I never get sucked into that stuff. Like I will play a game till I see myself being done with the game. I'm not, I'm not sucked into repeating content. I don't find that enjoyable, uh, to a point. Be, I mean, besides model of seasons for they were really the first. The first ones to make it really popular, like I think other games have seasons, but Fortnite would like made it an event, right? To have a new season, right? And every say, season yeah. of Fortnite, they'll change the map in some kind of very drastic way, introduce maybe a new weapon or two, or change around some like balancing, and that becomes like the focal point of the season. And their seasons kind of like continue this little story and and you know whatever is happening in the world through a common thread. But they change the world that you play on since it's really just like a map, you know as opposed to different places and locations. So the, there's two main criticisms that I've always thought were super valid with Fallout 76, okay? There are other things that people have, have you know, gathered from media outlets that I think are, have biases against the game or the company mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, and, of course, all the financial stuff, I completely think that's all valid. Like, if you're pissed right. off about that, you're pissed off about that. There's nothing wrong with that. But... But the two main gameplay criticisms that are always valid with Fallout 76 are it's janky as fuck, it's broke as fuck, lots of fucking shit is broken. Um, For me, it's never been game-breaking like it was with you, Neo. So the jank is still there, but the other major criticism that's really something that people still throw out and they don't have any validity anymore, they lost that that validity, is the game has nothing to do. 
that's gone. Uh, you know, oh, I, never, I never thought that it was a criticism. Uh, I heard it too many times. And it used to frustrate the fuck out of me because Maybe before they the were right. <laughs> no, but, patch, they, right? but they were right. But they were right. It, it, you know, I always thought that the gameplay loop that I do where I find scrap and everything, that's enough for me. But then I realized I, I had to modify that thinking because there are people out there where that's not enough for them they need something else they need distraction the way you the way you play that with like the scrap and everything and the building and you i know you like building like yeah. your base and stuff yeah. that's a very minecraft like mindset that it you is. have where you where you want to expand your 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 fortress right like you want to you want to make it better yeah but it's, it's not as crazy as it was in fallout 4 where you can get completely distracted and never play the rest of the game <laughs> Yeah, you know just what I mean? like build like, your camp. It's yeah. just you build your camp, you get your camp steady, and then over didn't, time you chip away at it. And that's fun. Didn't you say you can like pack it all up? Everything you build yeah, and yeah, like just you relocate can. it. You, one, some people do shot. that, but but now it's with the cool. with the Fallout Fallout First membership, you get that tent. And I don't move my camp now. I put it in a place that has resources, water near it, you know, or whatever, in an area that's not going to be nuked on a regular basis. And I'm good right. to go. You know, that's important for your home. Well, there's certain parts of the map where you literally can't launch a nuke so even if you're in a public server they can't get you so i just i'm always in the forest i have my camp set up near a water source and i'm good to go and i leave it there and then i use the tent to fast travel and move all over the place but getting back to my point my point is this new content this new seasonal content adds a, a huge amount of of a focused content um and new original collectibles that you can unlock and they build it like it's a game board <laughs> like it looks literally like shoots and ladders or fucking can- oh, wow. candy land, um, yeah. which is fucking drilling into the 10 or t- 10 year old pre 10 year old me who played mm-hmm. board games like a fucking lunatic. Um, yeah, I would still be out there at the table in our fucking dining room playing board games every night if I fucking could until I die. Um, but but so you you now have a thing called a score bar, which is score points. And there's, and it's a, it, you earn them just by doing what's been there the whole time. The dailies and the weeklies that no one gave a fuck about because all gave mm-hmm. you was atoms. It didn't give you anything, any other benefit. So everyone was like, fuck the dailies, fuck the weeklies. We don't care. Like, why would mm-hmm. we play any of that shit? Now we have purpose for that. Now you build your score rank and it moves you along the game board. Each time you level up, you, on, you get a new square just like on a Candyland board or right. or whatever. And each time you get better and better unlocks. So it's a guarantee that you're going to get rarer sure. gear, yeah, rarer these, skins, rarer this, items. This is, yeah. This is the battle same pass. thing. As pass, Sim- yeah. Similar yeah, to Battle Pass uh, and Destiny, right? Uh, they're, they're just laying it they're out. Like, different things. But every game that has like a, a model that they yeah. call a season usually comes with like something that's like Fortnite's Battle Pass where there's a level you know, a level progression, zero to a hundred or whatever. And along the way, the real little road bumps will have like reward packages, like little, little things you just redeem, you know, almost like a little advent calendar. It's like, yeah, you yeah, know, exactly this day, you pop a little window open and get your little piece of candy or like whatever. And the, and the stuff know. and the stuff I'm getting from it is they're rare stuff, stuff you can build in your camp. Some of it's practical, although we did get one of the earlier things you get that they put in the marketing was this thing called an ammo converter, and it's garbage. <laughs> like, that was their big selling point. You could take ammo, lots of rounds that you have of ammo, and then convert them over, but it takes too long to do it, and it's just a wasteful piece of trash. But there's other things, like you can put a clean sink 
like where you can get you know fresh water. What fresh? Well, no, it's still dirty water, but you. Can, oh. It's a it's a clean looking sink. It's not one of the dirty fucking fucked up sinks that you get all over the world. So like right. minor stuff, minor skins and stuff like that. And these are all the common items. I haven't even ranked past ten yet. Um, but it's is a, it like a hundred, like a level hundred kind of thing. It, look, it looks like there might be a hundred levels on the game board for this season. Um, so this is the first time they're trying this, this first, model. First time they're attempting it. And, and do they have plans to keep this going? Like there's every three seasons that have been months? announced. Three seasons okay. that have been announced. So, so like far. a four month, maybe. I don't know when each season's dropping yeah. because I don't remember those details. But I'm pretty excited about it. Um, the other thing I wanted to say, if anyone who's listening finds this to be interesting and might want to come back to Fallout 76, they just announced today through their Twitter that Fallout 76 is coming to the Game Pass. So you get a chance to download that and you won't have to pay a cent if you're, if you're already paying for uh, Game Pass. So yeah, yeah, we got a, we got a crew now of like, I think we got about six, seven people that run with uh fault 76 they don't do clans or anything like in that style do they uh w- with clan benefits so they just so this is there's something that he just added with this new update that's also pretty interesting they created something called public teams now i thought when i originally read this that a public team meant i could only play it in a public server but you can actually use a public team public is referring to um you can't lock it out. You can't lock people. If someone's in your server, they can just jump in your public team if you create one. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they would also have to get invited to my server in order to play in my server. But I create a private team, and private teams have a theme, and they call it bonding with other players. Basically, everyone has a bond level. And when you get to the, the fourth level of bonding, all four team members bonded, you get 100% more XP every time you do whatever that team's theme is associated with. An example, we did a public event team. And when we do a public event team, if we just keep doing public events, every public event, we get 100% more experience than we normally would. Um, So that's super interesting because you can make your play for an evening thematic and you can even switch it halfway through. So you could start off doing just public events and then halfway through, one of the members of the team jumps out, creates another public team then you join that one that could be to kill legendary creatures and then you go finding legendary creatures so it really motivates you right that's what it's called it's literally called a hunting team that's what it's called wow yeah So, so you literally go out and you just go and find the things that that public team and there's like probably eight different types of public teams that you can choose to play as um that all award you more experience for certain very specific activities so they added that and they added the the uh new seasonal play so it gives me an excuse to play the dailies and gives me an excuse to do the weeklies again which i never did and i'm excited about it so Oh, yeah, it sounds the, good. The, the verdict isn't in on whether everything around the entire map is just trash that they, you know, well, I think the longer. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Neil. No, I was just gonna say it sounds like Fallout 76, regardless of its buggy nature or whatever, is coming together as like an, a playable product that you can enjoy. Yeah, because like, then you also have the loops and the gameplay loops, the end game loops that people do with all the Wastelander shit. I just unlocked that. I just finished mm-hmm. the Wastelander story and you unlock the ability to turn in. Um, um, uh, fucking, they're uh, what do they call them? Certificates? No, they're not called certificates. They're called something. Treasury notes. Treasury notes. So every time you do public events, the 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 more the harder public events, you get what are called treasury notes. Those can be turned in uh, to get gold bullion. Gold bullion gives you the ability to get plans for 
for all these new legendary uh, uh, weapons, armor, gear, shit. And you can actually craft with what are called legendary, legendary modules, actual legendary weapons, which you couldn't, you couldn't do that. You couldn't craft legendary weapons uh, prior to this. We would always just get them as drops. But now you can actually turn a gun or a bow or whatever into a legendary weapon, provided you get the plan for it. Um, so this shit's, cool. yeah, this shit's getting uh, pretty exciting. I mean, everyone that I play with is super amped for all the content. Yeah, it's got nice. its bugs. I mean, the other th- I, yeah. I think the, the longer term question that we should probably pay attention to is as time goes on, as people get used to this kind of gameplay method of the game, is it going to turn stale like other games that have implemented this kind of like seasonal keep players here and grinding kind of content you know like it's great now that you have a purpose for those things but like what happened in destiny everyone fucking hates bounties now they hate the weekly bounties they hate the daily bounties because that's all you do so right 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 are you gonna long term is it gonna be like satisfying to play those things in their next season if they keep the same kind of like well their second season is a story season so they're introducing like a whole brotherhood of steel quest line I hope sure. it's cool. as big as the Wastelanders thing, but probably won't be, yeah. you know, but we'll see. Well, we'll, we'll see. We'll see, and we'll see how it all the third season together. they're they're bringing it. They're finally in the third season, bringing in the uh, perk card loadouts, which all of right. us are fucking demanding that like, mm-hmm. oh, even, even Pete Hines is waiting for it, dude. Yeah. I, he responded on Twitter. I'm waiting for it as well. Yeah. Um, but what have you guys been doing? Trip. Um, I haven't done too much gaming besides, well, the last of us, obviously I did that on stream. Um, it's weird that I think of that. I'm like, what's my stream? It's not like what I've been playing. <laughs> like it literally is what I've been playing. That was such a great um, ending. I finally did the last of us all the way through. I can't believe yeah. you do a little spoiler, spoiler on it. Cause this is your um, first time going through it. I, yeah, not entirely. I will play about halfway through and then I, you know, did other things for four years and now we're back and started again <laughs> from scratch went all the way through so my first full playthrough was this past week and a half yeah so spoilers for the first game mm-hmm. you want to talk about it you want, you want to talk about how you felt about that ending or just the game in general yeah well i think one of the biggest things is that uh uh obviously ellie and joel have this relationship across the entire game they like they become really really tight obviously um Joel saves Ellie multiple times, especially at the end when she's taking care of him and mm-hmm. then she gets kidnapped and he has to make his way through that, uh, that snowy village while his, you know, guts are still healing from being impaled. And mm-hmm. like, they just go through all these events and, and, you know, traumatic experiences. And then he ends up lying to her at the end. About well, yeah, what he, happened. Cause he gets her to the hospital. That's like her mission, right? Or his yeah. mission is to bring her to the fireflies across because the country. If you don't, yeah. If you don't know chat and you're, and you don't care about being spoiled, she is the cure for this virus, not virus, but like infection, you know, supposedly the cure. Yeah. They, they like say like, well, we need to figure out. Well, do you, do you mind? Do you mind if I, no. yeah. yeah. So they end up saying like, well, we need to, t- we need to dissect her brain and figure out why she's immune because there's something there's something inside her brain that is keeping her from, from yeah, becoming. They infected. said the, uh, the fungus grows throughout your entire body, including your brain. And they have to remove all of the mass mm-hmm. to be able to create a vaccine and study it and everything. So they essentially said that we're going to kill her because it's spread yeah, she, throughout her entire she body. She basically has to donate herself to science in order yeah. to, to walk away from this, walk, and, walk away and, with a yeah. cure. Joel essentially says, fuck that. So fucked up. And, and busts her out of the hospital. Um, yeah, murdering every firefly, like all from right, her there. Yeah. 
And then at, at the end, he tells you like, Oh no, like it's fine. Like, you know, there were actually tons of people like you. Um, and she's coming out of her, like her drug induced coma from being in, you know, surgery, almost dying. He's like, yeah, no, it's, you know, it's fine. We we got out of there. You know, there are like dozens of people that also were immune, but like, you know, they tried to make a virus or vaccine. They couldn't do it. Nothing happened. They weren't able to make it happen. So we just, we, we got you out of there. And Ellie's like, can you tell me the truth? Like, you tell me the truth after all this. And he's like, yes. yes. And she goes, okay. Okay. And then, you wow. know that that is meaningful when they ended right there. Like there was no other like discussion or conversation. The, like the, that's the note the game ended mm-hmm. on. That like so, that like he had a he had, he cared about her obviously and was lying for a reason. But that's like ultimately a betrayal of that trust. So, so let me mm-hmm. let me ask you a question. In seeing that and knowing, I know the existence. Block it out of your mind for a second. I know there's the the existence of the Last of Us too. I can't block that out of my brain. My brain knows that. And it just like, it makes connections immediately. Even when someone, they think they're putting a word that's innocuous in a sentence and my brain latches onto that and makes its own web of. So you don't, you did. Cause I heard people criticize with the question. No, 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 I'm not, I'm not going to spoil it. I heard Mm -hmm. that the biggest criticism of the last of us two is many people who finished the last of us said, why the fuck did they have to make it? The other game was complete. So my my question is is push it out of your mind for a second. Do you did you feel that that story completed, knowing full well what he did at the end? Yeah, it could be. Like if there was never a sequel, I'd be fine with that with that story, right? Because mm-hmm. like they had a good journey, they came to a resolution of that arc. Their future is in question, but like it can be a ton of different options and things, and like it ends on an interesting thought experiment. You yeah, know, your like, brain. You're kind of left to like think about like, oh, about they, it. yeah, like, like a good or, book or a good movie. You're like, what, like, what's the meaning of like how valid is is ultimate truth in a relationship? You know, like, is lying okay to to make something else okay? Like, it, it makes you think about all these things, and it's really, really well done. So, I would have been fine if that was right. just it, literally. Right. You know, but it's not. So we get more of it, and I'm um, <laughs> cool with that too. Oh, you fucking do, baby. <laughs> oh, you really do. <laughs> on and you're not going to um, go right into last of us two because you need a minute to breathe no no I, I, I'm, I'm still debating it well i'm going to see how tomorrow goes because i'm on the dlc right now i finished last of us like two and a half hours into my stream yeah yesterday. left behind's a so, prequel that's a prequel yeah. yeah uh well it's it's both it, it happens while ellie is patching joel up from the last of us so you never really see her fix him up and save him it just cuts to uh does it cut to winter or does it cut to fall I don't remember. I forget. What, I forget what it uh, what it cuts to, but it cuts to a different season, and he's like patched up, but like dying. Oh, it's, it is winter. It's winter because she's looking for antibiotics for him. So oh, it cuts to yeah, winter. Yeah, okay. Um, but with the DLC, you see her like you know out in the mall they're in, looking for like a suture kit for bandages, and like in between her sneaking around the clickers, it'll cut to a flashback of her and her friend. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it goes back and forth between those two story points. What did you think of the giraffe scene? Because that was like kind of like a high point toward the end. And I tried to shoot the giraffe. Oh, <laughs> so did, did I? You really? I definitely yeah, tried to shoot the game doesn't let you shoot thing. your gun. It doesn't let yeah, you shoot. It, it lets you aim 
and lets you target. And I was like, all right. And then I fucking, I pulled the That's trigger. Like, I'm like, bro. That, that moment for me is like the Jurassic Park scene where they're like, welcome to Jurassic Park. And it's like, mm-hmm. dur, 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 and like the giraffes mm-hmm. come over and you get to pet them. Yeah, that was like, that was like that. Yeah, I wanted to ride a giraffe, but it also didn't let me do that either. So the game was so, good up until that moment where it really <laughs> r- railroaded me into one experience. Uh, yeah, when's your, yeah, well, yeah, when's your birthday, dude? And that's tomorrow? Tomorrow. Yeah. Oh my God. All of our birthdays are in this month. They're they're all together. Yeah. Sorry, you're you're July. I'm sorry. It is July. Yeah. Yeah. Happy birthday. Second. Thank you, man. Thank you. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the Jurassic birthday isn't in June or July. No. I don't don't know when this fucking birthday. A lot of us. Um. Yeah. But the giraffe scene, like, I thought was great because it happens right before the hospital. Mm -hmm. Right. And it shows them at like their happiness. They're they're happy. Oh, I knew that when they were doing this and like the game just had you stare at them didn't prompt you to leave didn't prompt you to do anything just watch the giraffes in the field i'm like shit's about to get real fucked yeah and i thought that was, it was that a great before like, the hospital right? moment yeah you know? mm-hmm. that happens before yeah. they go into the hospital yeah mm-hmm. yeah it is indeed um so yeah it was a it was a great time actually playing that game fully had a lot of fun I'm glad you finally you finally finished it. Yeah. Other than that, I've been going back to Final Fantasy X on the Switch, the ten slash ten two remake they bundled together for the nice. for the portable consoles. I just man, I'm so impressed with like the ability to play these games on like a portable system. It's so cool. Like I know I shouldn't be like at this point the Final Fantasies are so old you can put them on a phone, you can put them on <laughs> anything else and they'll run like they're fine, you know. But like. There's still something about like the kid in me who sat down at his first PlayStation ever, a PlayStation two popped that game in, saw a fully voice acted final fantasy. And I'm just like losing my mind at the graphics and the sound oh, beautiful game. And, and I'm just sitting there on my couch, like on a break from work. And I'm like, man, I'm just doing all this in my hand and I can just pause it and turn the console off or pop it on my TV or just literally whatever, dude, you know, it's amazing. I, I can't mind believe it. So it's cool because the, uh, the 10 remake, gives you an option of an expanded sphere grid. And the sphere grid is how you like upgrade your characters and also a, um, a choice between a revamped soundtrack, a totally remastered and like really updated soundtrack. Like they take the, the, the music and don't just like remaster the source files. So they sound like mixed better. They actually redid the tracks, not to the extent the seven remake did not all the way that extreme, but like they still redid the music. So it's cool. You can swap back and forth kind of on the fly. Uh, but I did original sphere grid and original uh, original music. Get that classic genes. Yeah, exactly. Because I wanted to like re- like reconnect with that original game, you know, minus the the graphical upgrade a little bit. But um, yeah, the sphere grid was interesting for for character progression because like obviously in an RPG, in any RPG, your goal is to make your character stronger, and the the growth system in a game really kind of defines how you play, right? Some games are very open in terms of how you grow your character and how you define what they do in your party like you can a lot of games have total freedom and let you build whatever you want from the ground up make your character a healer or a fighter or whatever you need and a lot of games are very much like you have no option with this and all your choices are going to be like weapons and effects and and things on the outside right 10 kind of towed the line in the middle they gave you a grid and you earned your level up when you, when you leveled up in the game were moves on this grid and you would actually move your yourself like a piece of on a game board Right. And you would go to a different piece of this game board and upgrade the things that are around you, like the spheres that are near you. 
So some characters have very, very linear paths until later, and some start in the middle of a bunch of branching paths. So you can really choose, like, I want this guy to defend more or to attack more. And I forgot how cool you could, like, make your gameplay with that. You can really kind of define the way people fit in your party and use them more or less. Now, they went back and revamped that sphere grid for this remake with an expert sphere grid where the entire board is open and every character starts with that full access to everything. So oh, instead damn. of like the guideline of the game for certain characters, like the main character they have on a, on a strict linear path, you do nothing but, but attack. You're like a warrior, basically, you know, John Titus, right? Or, uh, yeah. Yeah. Titus's character, um, Lulu, the black mage you meet very early on. She is literally nothing but a straight magic user, black mage. All of her spheres are like, here's a new spell. Here's more magic power. Very, very linear. Um, but with the enhanced sphere grid, you can start a game and take anybody anywhere. You can make Lulu a white mage. You can make oh, shit. you can make Yuna a fighter. So that's cool for like a second playthrough if someone wants to kind of revisit the game but totally change the gameplay. Now let me so, ask you this: Final Fantasy yeah. twelve uh, for the Switch has mm-hmm. a like a speed up system, so I can like make combat faster and like running faster through the world. Is there anything like that in the in ten? I don't think the ten and ten two package has the speed up option mm, okay i know seven does right sevens does i don't know if nine does i not entirely sure I'm not sure about nine or eight honestly but i don't think 10 does because i think the 10 and 10 2 port is a port of what was released for was that playstation 3 when that first came out i think it was three did they port it to three they did the ps3 I don't, rem- I don't remember that at all. You know why? Because they, they did a dual release where you could swap your save file between the two consoles of PS3 and the uh, PS Vita. Oh, there's that's a, right. Mm-hmm, there was a Vita version as well. Yeah. yeah. So oh, I think so that funny. was just before like the wave of people going like, hey, I'd love to play this game, but not for 100 hours. Can I speed up the battles, please? Yeah. Yes. Why so did, I think I missed that. When you said something about save files or something, a weird memory came back. Where I think I might have played fucking Final Fantasy game. You, we were talking about this, and I think you almost played one because you have the Super Nintendo Mini, and Final Fantasy VI is on there, and you're no, like, should I play this? No, 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 no. I'm talking about like back when I had my PlayStation One. What the fuck? Hmm. I just had this weird memory come back. Like I played. I don't know which, one. Do you know which one that would have been? I don't know. I just remember like weird characters. What? Describe the characters. No, no, I can't describe character. anything. It's just like something in my head. Like something just popped in with what you were saying, and made me think, "Oh shit, maybe I did play one of those." I don't remember. I don't know. You, you, you got to give us literally anything else besides that. Yeah. It also yeah. can't be spiky hair, and it can't be like belts all over the clothing because that's literally every other character in every game. So oh, that's, you that's got so, Minus all of those things, anything else would help. Yeah, I, I have nothing. <laughs> But yeah, it's that's a fun like off stream chill time playthrough. Yeah, like and like I told you, I, I got that on sale like over the holiday, and I yeah. I, I would love to. That that was a really fun Final Fantasy game to play. I remember that, that being was great, dude. Yeah, I remember being like, all of it was like you yeah. were like playing. Like it's easy because of that grid system I was talking about. You can just cruise. You can cruise. Was right there a Final Fantasy on multiple upgrade. discs trip? On the, yeah, dude, on the on the PlayStation One, the games were so big. Like seven was three discs, eight was four discs, eight and nine were both four discs. Um, ten was one because it was a Blu-ray and it was PS Two. Uh, that was just DVD. 
Yeah, it was a it was a DVD thing. Um, I, I might I might just be uh, conflating it with my Resident Evil time. Could be. That's Possible. what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking. I don't know. Anyway, that's what I've been gaming. What about you, Neil? Nice. Um, I haven't been playing a lot of new stuff, but I did try a new game yesterday. Uh, not really a new game. It's an old game that finally came to America. I want to say like a year or two ago, and I've been playing Fantasy Star Online two. Whoa! I know, random, right? It's um, an oldie. It is an oldie, yeah. An oldie so it came out like seven years ago in Japan, and like it just—well, I keep saying just came out. It came out like a while ago here in America, but like pretty recently. Um, and it's like it's an online game. I'm going to say it's very much like Destiny, but not as like open as Destiny. Well, this was it. Like a couple weeks ago, hit because everybody was streaming this. Or am I thinking of a different fantasy star? It definitely came to Game Pass. Uh, it came. It came from the Game Pass. Store, yeah. Um, so that's actually where I grabbed it. Um, mm-hmm. And it's it's pretty fun. Like it's it is a all right. Think of like your classic fantasy game, like your your knights and magicians and archers and like all those all those fantasy RPG mm-hmm. tropes, right? But set it in the future in space with a whole bunch of like your armor is very much like mechanical and like the elves are like future elves and you can play as like a robot future race yeah. um it's very very anime like super anime all, all the watched, girls are very skimpy clo- like skimpily dressed and i've watched yeah. some streams because uh a lot of the same people that i watched hopped into that for the first like couple weeks or so yeah. and i was like wow this is this is very japanese very japanese and it's like it's pretty much like a hack and slash game um but you can group up with friends like it's it's got online lobbies um you pick a mission you you hop into the mission and you you complete it and like you you fight a boss at the end uh all a monster hunter style kind Mm -hmm. of not as like deep as monster hunter but like you take out its legs and then you can jump on its body and then hit its weak spot and then all that stuff Um, is it like it's like an mmo Right? Though? Yeah. That, it's, would, you, would you call it that or would you call it something else? It's very much like an MMO light because, like, mm-hmm. there's the hub world where you, like, exist. It has yeah. things like a casino in there and, like, a, like a marketplace. And here's where you pick the missions. Here's where you can, like, swap your class out. You can get a subclass. Like, you can, like, mix classes up, um, change your weapon loadout, and, like, acquire new, uh, like, acquire new abilities that can, like, swap your weapon's skills almost. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you you pick a mission and then you hop into like the mission world and then like you you play like a kind of a linear like level style there's little secrets and stuff hidden around there's like little right. puzzles sometimes but uh mostly you're just fighting through and fighting monsters um yeah the ui get, getting better here ui looks a lot like uh, elder scrolls online oh yeah oh yeah because it like has like a bar at the bottom kind of yeah. like your mmo yeah. like your classic mmo um but yeah, I mean, like it's a fun free to play game that I can just like hop in and play. So I gave it a try. Um, I might try. I might play a little bit more. Um, but other than that, yeah, like that's. I think that's like the only new game I've been playing. Otherwise, I've been playing like Valorant. Um, right. I don't know. Did I talk about the? I don't, oh yeah, I wasn't on last week. I um like a, two weeks ago. I did a I did, I did a sponsored stream for a game called Megalith, and it is a. Did I talk about this game? You did. Did I? Oh, I don't remember. I don't remember. Yeah. I've been on the show for like a while, so uh, then I won't talk about it again because it was fun. It was a fun game. It's like a MOBA in VR. Like right. you pick, you pick like your character, like you would in a MOBA, and then you are fighting with. You got little creeps, like you do, and you hit towers, and um, it's multiplayer. So like you have two v two, you know, battles. It's pretty. It was pretty fun time. Um, definitely enjoyed it. Um, nice. But 
than that, I haven't played. Any, oh, I oh, that's right. I've been playing Last of Us too, which I'm not talking about today. Um, <laughs> today. Hopefully, we'll do a spoiler cast soon for that because yeah, I think you guys are gonna. You finally finished it, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I finished it. Ooh man, what a what a game that is. Yeah, sometime next week. It's not going to be our main show, and we don't even have a a day yet. We're gonna me, mm-hmm. Neo, and uh, I don't know. Maybe Trip. If I don't know if he's gonna play it, but. It's a uh, longer game than me, Nick, first one. Neo and my buddy Doc Prefect from New York are probably going to be... He's a, a, a podcaster for the Postcast, which is a film uh, podcast. Nice. Um, so they're they're doing it in context of, of what they do as a podcast. Uh, the narrative analyze, and like the story. A- analyzing whether it's a good... Uh, that that uh, would be very interesting because narrative. I... I do have a lot to say about the narrative of Last of Us Two, but he's doing—he's playing it this weekend, so they can do their show sometimes next week about it. So he's going to be fresh on the material and his opinions. Cool. Uh, he's also taking—he's yeah. taking notes. Uh, we'll oh, cool! Maybe. So it took me about twenty. I looked at my save file. It took me twenty-three hours to beat the game. Yeah, I was on normal. I was on normal twenty-eight. Yeah, so it's—it is way longer than the first game. Mm-hmm. I would say. Mm-hmm. Um. For reasons, which I will not talk about, because trip reasons trip cannot know. Great fucking reasons. Yeah, no, that's my favorite. But yeah, that's favorite that's what we do. Yeah. Don't worry. For sure. Um, okay, yeah. Do you want to hop into the news, guys? Do it. News time. New, new, new news time. The new, new, like new, 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 new. Do you want to talk about Cyberpunk first? Yeah, I'd sure. love to talk about Cyberpunk, dude. Yeah. Awesome. Let's do it. On a, because I'm very excited about it. Go ahead. Yeah, dude. On Thursday. Uh, yeah, Thursday we had the first episode of Night City Wire, which is the devs of Cyberpunk uh, talking about kind of the state of their game, what is coming up in their game, kind of showing off new things. They showed a new trailer, which consisted of footage only from the prologue of the game that they revealed after they played the trailer. See, I, I bumped into an article that said, play this game like it's GTA. And so I is put that-, that in our notes for you. <laughs> but because the, uh, of, the, of your like play style, uh, right? Generally. But, the, but the question is, is is that what the is that tr- the thing that they released? Is that what the, this article is based on? Is that what I watched? No, so well, sure, but um, they they have been trying to avoid comparisons to GTA. But the article is saying you could play it like GTA, which is fairly open. Do what you want. Fuck consequences, kill everyone if you want, right? Like it's like it's a very right. Felix thing to, that you it's, could do. Yeah, right? I mean it's that that article is an opinion piece based on everything that they've shown so far about yep. the game. But my um, impressions I got from the game was that there was going to be morality in it. That like there was going to be like yes. shades of morality there's, in there's either not, direction. There's not morality in this game from what they've shown us, but there will definitely be like consequences like, you know, like, like consequences yeah right? like whatever yeah. you do it's going to have an effect you'll, you'll either it'll either be cool to somebody and not cool to somebody else if you decide to do to do something you know it's not really good or bad i don't think anybody really gives a fuck in this game what you do do we know if the mm-hmm. game's going to be faction based there yeah yes. factions. Um, yeah because when you start the game you actually pick your character's or- origin essentially you're you're this is based off a D and D campaign like style book, right? So you're yeah, literally all your pen and paper RPGs. Like, been yeah. the, like I think eighty eight is when Cyberpunk twenty thirteen came out, and then yes, and then they did they so. had Cyberpunk twenty twenty. All again, all pen and paper, and this is the first entry. Like all this story connects. Like Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven is a canon entry 
in a cyberpunk story, almost the same way that uh, the Witcher series is canon to the books mm. by the author, by the Polish mm-hmm. author. So that's clever. Uh, um, similar, so, similar kind of like story source material. So your choices or the ones that are listed in this article are you can be a nomad, a corporate, like a corpo is what they call it, or a street kid. Um, street, and those will correspond. What? Street kid. A street kid. That's like where so you came those, from, like what your background is. Like, you know, you're starting off in the middle of your life, and this is like you're creating your background the way you would if you're going to sit down with a bunch of your friends and create something. You Nomad, know? Street Kid, Corpo. What are you guys going to choose? I don't, I don't know yet. I'm I got to see how they, how they fit. I got to read into them. I'm yeah. definitely going to be a scumbag Corpo. I'm not going to be a Corpo. Uh, no, I'm, I'm, yeah. that was like the least option. I'm going to be either <laughs> Nomad or Street Kid. <laughs> If one lets you wear a cape or like a hood, that's the one that I pick. That's usually what I make a lot of my decisions on. <laughs> Hell yeah. A full, I mean, I'm going to be all about augmenting your character. Yeah. A full like, suit but and cybernetic they, arms. They showed um, a lot more of this game in terms of the layout of the city. The city will be in sections. I think they said like there's seven different like sections or neighborhoods of the city that you can go to. And there is also an eighth district called the badlands which surrounds the entire city and you can you can you know leave there and come back pretty much whenever you want so whenever you've seen footage of cyberpunk and you see the city and you imagine oh this game seems pretty cool but like maybe that's all skybox i'm probably going to be in some well-developed neighborhood and it just looks like the entire city's busy it's not the case you can literally go through every single place of the city they've crafted um vertically as well like there's going to be buildings that they have you know rendered out that you can go inside and have uh, like that building from the movie dread yeah the the very first remember 2018 they dropped like the first gameplay footage of cyberpunk it was like 45 minutes it was from yes. e3 oh, in, in that august they dropped it so you start the game in one of these like micro communities it's like one building where people live work eat shop and then the, then you leave your apartment from there into the wider city to start that mission where you go to get the like the spider tank thing they yeah. showed you that whole that whole gameplay. So multiple of those uh, entire different vibes of districts, and again, this eighth badlands surrounding the entire city. So you will have like a massive, massive map to explore. Uh, and with, I, I with, mean, like, um, yeah. a lot of journalists got to play like four hours of the game. Mm-hmm. And one thing that they kept referring to was how dense the city was and how much the city felt like it was a living, breathing thing. And I know that's used a lot in when describing a lot of these open world titles, kind of like how watchdogs was described as that mm-hmm. in, in the beginning, but they like described it. Like everyone has a purpose in what they're doing in the world. Like there's shopkeepers and there are people move, going to their jobs and like, like all, all kinds of like very much dynamic. Yeah. Like living yeah. people. And, and that stuff is always kind of used as a metric for these giant games. Like even Skyrim used it for a metric. They're like, look at how everybody has a schedule and everyone's doing their own thing in the town. You go back and play it now. It looks old as shit. And, and you're just like, wow, this, this, this is kind of funny at what everyone's doing in this game. But like back then that was a, a technological leap. You know, you watch footage of cyberpunk. Now everyone on the street is like literally going somewhere, like you said, with a purpose. And they're not only just walking and going to their places that they're, that they live, work, shop, whatever, but like they avoid each other on the sidewalks. Like they will actively like you do that shoulder roll where you don't want to bump your neighbor as you're walking like past them. Like they do shit like that. That's weirdly real. And it makes you think you're like, like watching a cutscene, but you're not, you're walking through this crowd in this wildly developed city. And it's like, it's little things like that. that are going to make it more real. Yeah. This is like the and, next, and also yeah, what, what's going to, what's going to make it more real is 
how long before whatever you're witnessing in those mini scenes starts to repeat as you're playing mm-hmm. it. Right. You yep. know, like, like I hope they came up with a clever way to make it so that it doesn't, you know, kind of like the, the feeling you get with no man's sky where you never, I mean, you know, I know this game isn't seated, but like never coming to the exact same planet more than right. once. You know? mm-hmm. um, that would be cool. Yeah, one thing they also talked about was, or where a lot of a lot of uh, like reporters have been talking about, are the fact that this game is not a shooter first; it is an RPG first. It is a role like you are playing the role of this character. You are you are doing, you are you are living in this world before it is a shooter. So you're not going to be running around just killing people. Like it is, especially you are embodying this character first. Yeah, and, and you that, can make any you can make decisions about how you approach. Anything if you decide to do the quests, I bet there's going to be things to do where you just fuck off of the main story and just kind of live your life in this city. You're not going to have to play whatever this like action thread is that keeps showing you in the trailers. That's yeah. going to attract a lot of people for sure. But like a player like myself and and probably a large set of other gamers is going to want other things to do. Yeah, you know, wanna, and I really hope buy a bar. on the non-violent combat aspect of things and just letting you exist in this future experience of humans because that's that's something that's always. I vibe with like I like like people's imaginations of what humans will live like a hundred years in the future, two hundred years in the future. You know, so like I would just fucking vibe in there. I'll play yeah. it and just like see what I can get up to. What my day could be like in Night City. Yeah, uh, they showed off some new gameplay mechanics, uh, namely one that is called uh, I think it was called brain surfing, brain, brain dancing, dance. brain dancing. Yeah. So the the lore behind this in the game is that people. Uh, like actors, like in scenes and like in movie scenes, would have their brains recorded while they were like filming this stuff, <coughs> so that you, as a viewer, could jump into that experience directly. So imagine you go to watch a movie. Minority Report does that? It's like a lot of movies. Um, there's a lot of movies that have done this before. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like jumping into someone's experience is, is very much a thing. But Ghost they have this mechanic me. in the game where you can like hop in and you know experience uh, entertainment or something. But you can also use it to like. Uh, probably commit crimes or solve crimes because you can see what people did or where they went or, you know, or what happened to them. Uh, so it's a really, really cool mechanic and they showed off how it would look in the game, how you would interact with it, how you can play time forward, reverse time. Uh, it was really, really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It was really cool. Um, something that we also found out a couple days after the night city wire is, um, one of the mechanics from the game got cut that we saw in that first gameplay reveal footage from 2018. Um, There is an upgrade you can get to your arms in the game where these like blades pop out. They call them the mantis blades and you can use them to like fuck up people and and fight with them and shit. In the original gameplay demo, they showed someone popping these blades out of their arms and then climbing up a wall with them Mm -hmm. and essentially letting them have uh, a higher angle. They were just perched up there until they're ready to jump back down and get back into the fight. Uh, well, CD Projekt Red has come out and said they've cut the wall climbing mechanic with the Mantis arms. They will still be in the game, but you won't be able to just free run on the walls with them. I think as it's because it would break. I think they're cool, so I'm glad they're still in the game. Yeah, they're super cool. They were on the first bit of uh, uh, concept art. It was like that girl in the street with the Mantis arms. Oh, out. yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. The video they released like seven years ago, the teaser yeah. of like that girl getting riddled with bullets and she had the arms. Yeah. Exactly. That was the first teaser. I'm gonna. My first, opinion is that they took it out because it would break any encounter they were designing. You could just get above it all, and then it wouldn't matter what they were doing down there. You just you know jump yeah. out and jump in, kind of at 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 will. So they probably had to remove it 
because of I that, get it. They play it's, it's honestly not the biggest loss for me. Yeah. The, the rest of the game seems like it's going to be this deep experience. So like, it doesn't bother me that they had to take one no, mechanic out. Yeah, not at all. And even if they had to take more, like if they said, Hey, we had to scrap these ideas, we had to do this. Like, mm-hmm. I get it. Like it's, this is a big undertaking that they're under, that they're doing. So like, people a lot of people are getting their expectations high i'm probably one of them that's for sure but like at the same time i understand the undertaking that this is you know i had a conversation with my brother about the expectations about this game and why i think people feel so strongly about it it's because every single time we've heard about this game because remember we heard about it for years before seeing anything yeah right we were hyped about the fact that cd project red was doing it and we saw some screenshots and that created a lot of hype like it does with a well-known developer then we saw the gameplay footage and we were like oh my god they're delivering on everything they're talking about mm-hmm. you know and we know that cd project red is committed to releasing a good product that's that's gonna play well deliver an amazing experience they've already delayed this game twice yeah we were supposed to already be playing this it was a, it was oh, a mid-April release it was a mid April release of this year. And then it got bumped back to September, which has now been bumped back to, I think, November 19th. So mm-hmm. I'm going to have say sex with a prostitute. In- <laughs> <laughs> yes, you will. That's 100% <laughs> what you're going to do, Felix. Felix. Spend your entire day Just doing so it. You know. Um, a lot when of, you create yeah. your character, they have some pretty cool char- uh, character creation options, including your genitals. Oh yeah, I'm gonna create some multiple weird. multiple pubic hair <laughs> styles, multiple genital styles. Yeah, it's gonna be something freaky. Go nuts. It's gonna be great, yeah. dude. <laughs> I can't so, wait. So, <laughs> but yeah, the the hype discussion. I think, I think they're they're yeah. allowing us or proving to us that they're aligned with making a good product and releasing something only when it's going to be incredible and an absolute game changer to the genre, versus getting it out there and just trying to make money as soon as possible. You know? Yeah, honestly, if they don't meet the complete expectations, I still feel like they are going to create something that is very compelling and just very. I'm just going to say a good a good game. Like, yeah, I mean, the experience that I think that they've shown in any aspect so far is going to be enough to want to explore and to live into. Mm-hmm. Well, we love The Witcher, so. Yeah, for yeah, that was a great game to play through. I enjoyed myself. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, in that uh, Night City Wire, they also announced mm-hmm. an anime. They did. That's going to be coming out in 2022. And cyberpunk and anime, they go they together hand in hand. Man. It's, um, it's, been, it's been the only anime genre like for years, really. Like It started years. there, pretty much. Um, Ghost in also, the Shell. What, what was? Ghost in the Shell. Oh, that's, yeah, that's, a, that's yeah. A, actually one movie that I've seen. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's good. Uh, not talked about in Night City Wire, but in terms of like other content in this universe that they're generating, there will be a comic book coming out in September as well. Oh, nice. So look at that. They're doing that multimedia market strategy. They're doing it, man. They're absolutely yeah. doing it. And I think like, think about the franchise potential of this, if this hits the way that everyone thinks it's going to hit, you know, yeah, we'll, see, we'll see a movie in like two movies, or three years. Know, yeah. yeah. series. Shit, why not? Yeah. I want to see, I want to see a video game movie, right? Mm-hmm. Cause this is, they haven't done this yet or may, but stop me if I'm wrong, but I want to see them make a video game movie. And this would be the company to do it, citing what Tripp said earlier about how this is based on a story, and The Witcher was based on a story that was in some other media form, and then mm-hmm. suddenly they just like too many. The, the only company that I know is that is doing this thus far is Disney with their Star Wars canon shit. But I want to I want to see them just make a movie in a in the, in the blockbuster that is a part of the world. 
that isn't like takes, that just connects to everything else. Let me tell you a story of the TV show and yeah. video game called Defiance. Yes, yes, exactly. I know that they was did a, that. a TV show that came out on Sci-Fi, ran for like two or three seasons. Actually, yeah. pretty good. I watched it. Wait, and they're the Simon- same. Yeah. They're the same property. Yes, and they released Tryon software or whatever the the, the game, uh, the company uh, that makes like a bunch of MMOs. Yep. Came out with Defiance, the game, which was MMO like, and it was based in the world. And it coincided with the with the TV series that they made. Yeah, yeah, like hand in hand. Nuts, dude. Game yeah, looked okay. real bad. It was a real bad. Like, game. Dude, <laughs> I, the, dude, the intertextuality between like what you know, for instance, that Star Wars game, the, the, yeah. the Fallen Order that I just played, yeah. and and the shit that happens, like they put that game in the middle of a section of the Star Wars universe timeline where there isn't anything. So like when you play it, you're like wow, I'm really exploring a part of the saga that I haven't even known about, you know, like, like, and nobody who, and it's, the same can be said for the animated series. If you don't watch the clone wars, and if you don't watch rebels, you, you lose Me. all this fucking context from Me. the movies. I lose all the context. Yo, <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Those three original movies are outstanding now with clone wars paired up with them. Like sure. I, I'm so blown away by all how much context that added to the stuff I, I've been watching. So it's like, yeah, man, Dave, Dave Pony um, knows how to, he, he knows star Wars, but man, I would, I would love to see a, cy- a cyberpunk movie that just continues a story that goes with the story. We end up playing in that game. Like that would be yeah, or just like anything that just like fleshes the world out and like makes it a deeper, more interesting experience mm-hmm. or, you know, more interesting experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think especially for a game like this, uh, of the scale, where they've shown, they've told us, and they've shown us in various ways that again, you can create your own story, do literally whatever you want, in any capacity. Mm-hmm. I think that is really valuable to getting people to play this game. That you also have stories that exist in the world that happen for everybody. You know, like you watch this movie, you you read this comic book, you do whatever you want, and then you see that stuff happen in the game, maybe around you, or you pass something that you reference, and you you feel like, oh my god, I'm a part of this world. Mm-hmm. You know, my character that I made that shot up that entire nightclub or like that character that I made that like spent all day gardening in his cyber garden, like whatever you <laughs> want to do, you're a part of that world. You know, I think that's the really, really, really cool aspect of and this it, and like tying everybody's experience together. It is or is not going to be a game where you interface or interact with other human players. Not a, this is not a I feel like this is going to be entirely single player. Okay. They talked about releasing later a multiplayer component in some fashion in some form but it won't be tied to the main game yeah dude i don't ever see it happening like i know multiplayer is such an aspect of our lives of our gaming lives right now but it every studio doesn't have to make their game multiplayer despite what people think they want out of a game you know you're always gonna have Mm -hmm. a bunch of people saying like well there's no multiplayer like what's the multiplayer and they'll have to respond to that and be like like, well maybe we'll put it in to not turn them off but like no sometimes there's an experience of the game that's valuable just by being you in the game and having your own experience in there. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it was kind of the argument against Elder Scrolls Online, you know, because despite how well they've made that happen and make it work, everyone's argument was like, well, the Elder Scrolls series works so well because the world is crafted, you know, for one person to be the center of and have you create these ripples and have these things happen to you, the player. What's going to happen to that magic when there's. 50 people running around a city with usernames over their heads, you know, like it's going to take me out of the whole 
the whole vibe of the thing. Right. And I yeah. guess people in the end of the day didn't mind, but it's still very different than playing Oblivion, Skyrim, Morrowind. It's an entirely different experience. Yeah, it is. Yeah. People people for a while asked why can't Skyrim have like a co-op system, but at the same time it's not designed that. It takes you out of the the center of the game. It takes you out of the experience they made for the player to have their own experience. Mm-hmm. That's why. But yeah, we'll see how Cyberpunk lands. They're, uh, they have more of these Night City wires planned, so we'll see what they release uh, and give us info about before the game comes out. Yeah. Um, you guys ready for the next story? I sn- I'm sneaking this one in there before we talk about the rest. You ready for this? Yeah. So uh, yesterday, Amazon's shooter Crucible, I can't believe I almost <laughs> forgot about this. This, uh, about this, this yeah. news. They're sending it back into closed beta after their launch. Um, so we talked. I've <laughs> never heard of a game going alpha, beta, release, beta. Well, well, here's the thing: no one heard about this game until it launched, right? right. Like this game had like no marketing, and like we we talked about Diamond and Nimbus about this game, right? Like we talked with both of them. This is this is an Amazon backed game that they Correct. just paid zero dollars to advertise. Apparently, Amazon on their own platform, Twitch. Like I never saw any ads for it, right? Like it's an, it's insane. <laughs> And we, we, we've all played it. Me, Diamond, and Nimbus have played this game, and a few other people from our community. Um, and the game's rough. Like, it, it does not feel good to play in some aspects. Like, like, and this is a thing that we've talked about a lot, Trip. Like, I don't know when my hits are registering. My shots, don't, I, I don't feel it. There's no sound cues. The sound cues are all over the place. The characters all have a different feel, and they're floaty. Like, like there's a lot wrong with the game. Uh, a lot of other people complained about... There's no focus on what the game's objectives are because it's part battle royale. It's also like a like a there's like the different game modes kind of split the uh, kind of like the focus of the game up uh, right. and what they want to do. So yeah, they're bringing it back to closed beta. Um, that's why it's, and that's wild to me. Like yeah, I never is. I've never seen a game do that. Once it's live, it's 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 live. You that's know? It, yeah. Someone, some I think it was actually Paul Tassi tweet. He was like, "You can't do that. You can't take a game back once you release it. Yeah, once you're, it's done, <laughs> you're taking it back. What do you mean you're putting it in closed beta?" Um, and but, in funny news, and other like <laughs> like kind of comparison news, uh, Fortnite is finally coming out of early access. Oh yes. wow! I thought they were really had that tag on their game forever, literally. Yeah, I mean, right? Like the game has been live for years now, and people yeah. millions. Of- but yeah, literally Crucible, not, man, like literally not an early access game anymore, but they still it still says early oh, access on the menu when you load into the game. Yeah, or like in, in like the disclaimer or whatever. Fortnite um, has been early access for how long? Up until like, like now years, yeah, like three, up until like now. Yeah, years? yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. But yeah, so Crucible, I just figured we bring that up real quick just because we've discussed it on the show and we, yeah, sure. you know, a lot of us have played it. Um, they're finally going to charge for Fortnite <laughs> three years later. It's going yeah, to like, be everyone, everyone who didn't download it is bucks. Fucked. 80 bucks. So if you're like yeah. one of the five people who never downloaded <laughs> Fortnite, now you got to pay for it. <laughs> Sucks. All right. Well, that's, that is that news. Uh, the next, the next thing I wanted to bring up was they showed off the Marvel's Avengers gameplay. More of that. Felix, yeah. do you happen to catch this? I, I don't, Cause I know you're, a, you're an Avengers dude. I am. It, well, what do you um, what do you think about the Avengers game? <laughs> I'm curious. Uh, so, okay, I have a lot of thoughts. Um, okay, I Buckle really up. really like the Spider-Man uh, PS4 game. Like, love this it. Is not that it's, game. It's an amazing game. Bad. It's not that game. Right? Not that game. Right. And here's the here's the what I'm worried about with this game. I'm fucking yes. worried 
that it's not going to live up to how good fucking because remember when you're swinging around the spider-man world and you swing by dr strange's fucking mansion you know and you swing by all these these other iconic like stark tower and shit like that yeah it gave me because of how good that game was it gave me this like idea in my head that we could have another open world game with another superhero and you can have mm-hmm. a whole series of them and have them be connected and shit like that. And they could just bring out each character. And then this game gets announced and I go, or it wasn't even this game got announced. It was rumored that this game. Um, yeah. So this was rumored back in like 2015 or 16, but it was rumored that this game might end up being like a uh, multiple games, kind of what the, they were doing with the films. Right. Uh, okay. Right, like like they were gonna do like multiple games, like a Hulk game, and they were all gonna kind of connect, right? Um, I never, I don't remember any kind of. Rumor I, 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 I ended up, either. I ended up hearing hearing that rumor at one point, and that got me intrigued. But as I get closer to it coming out, that's kind of been dissected, or it's kind of been um, not. It's not the word I'm looking for. Um, I don't know. Debunked? Not debunked, but like it's be, be, it's my expectations are being deflowered or deflated. That's the better. Deflations are being deflowered. <laughs> wow. Jesus Christ. Uh, deflated is the word I was looking for. Deflated, not yeah. deflowered. Uh, noted. <laughs> but okay. like you know, Damn like you. like because now it's 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 a game that's all the Avengers. And then mm-hmm. but now it's also not just all the Avengers, it's not any of the voice actors. I know we don't. We can't pay fucking Ro- Robert Downey hey, Jr. Joel, Joel Baker, Nolan North, man, they're in there. Not, I know the it, voice it, actors. It's not the the likenesses, even though they like lean into that realm, right. kind of. Um, but but it's neither not like was a here the thing. Valley style thing. What was great about uh, P- Sony PS4 uh, Spider Man was the fact that it wasn't. They made their own Spider Man universe with that. Mm-hmm. Um, their That's canon is. is specific to them. So. So wait, let's, let's 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 build off that. Yeah, this is not related to the Spider-Man game at all. Or the no, well, no I know that's that. not even related to the movies either. This is not cinematic Marvel. This right, is, but what, what, the, what what I'm implying is they might do what the Spider-Man games are doing. They might do their own video game canon for these characters. Well, they, yeah, exactly. Well, they totally are. Yeah, um, they they have their own storyline ready. They have all that stuff. But for whatever reason. The Spider-Man game didn't get like because he doesn't look like any of the actors that have played Spider-Man. That that Peter Parker doesn't look like any of them, right? Right. But for some reason, the Avengers are getting all this. This this game is getting a whole lot of flack because of the way these characters look. It personally doesn't bother me. I don't like think the designs are amazing of the character of like the the identities of the characters. But I don't understand why people are so like weirded out by these designs. I mean, I get it. I fully get I, it. I get it. It's, but yeah. it's, you're used to something for so long. And then you see something that comes along and says, Hey, we're the Avengers video game. That's probably going to be the closest experience you can have playing like these people in a video game. Mm-hmm. There's never been a cohesive game that lets you be Iron Man, be Thor, be Hulk, whatever. And then they look like the characters in the movies, but not quite. They look like, as Felix would say, Bobo, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, they look, look like they look like, like Bobo real, versions they look like of they the didn't heroes, even yeah. care enough to make Robert Downer, Robert Downey Jr.'s face. They just put a guy with a goatee there and said, "You know who this is supposed to be." This is, like this that's why guy. I feel yeah. like off. And I don't look. I don't. You guys know. 
I'm not the guy to care about <laughs> superhero yeah. shit. That's not my that's not my scene. I get it. Go off, have an incredible time. I can just I totally get having them go almost there and then looking like they just didn't give a shit to give you that experience. <laughs> short, short, short. I think that's why everyone is upset about it. Yeah. Um yeah. well yeah, they showed off a lot of gameplay last week. Um what did, and you, what did you think of it, Neo? So I didn't watch it because I don't want, really want spoilers. Spoilers, you know. It's not that, they showed like it's things that like I kind of think you need to see. Like they showed off a lot of Thor gameplay, um, and him running around doing his, you know, throwing his hammer and stuff. And again, here's where the game kind of like loses me a bit. Uh, we've played God of War at this point, right? You okay. know how it feels to throw the axe and like have it come back to your hand. Yeah, very much like how Thor uses his axe. Um, some of it just doesn't. It just doesn't work for me as well. Maybe I need to play it, like, because I'm I'm trying to reserve a lot of my judgment because I'm just going off of like what how, how it looks. But overall, it did look pretty fun. It's a very button mashy like combo style game that uses a very Destiny like system, where you have a, a carrier like a shield carrier is your hub where you'll go back, equip your characters, change out their talent trees. Um, they showed off a lot of, uh, different ways you can like customize your characters. Like for example, they, they use an example of Iron Man. You can swap out his repulsor ray for like gamma energy, gamma radiation. And that would do things like if you, if you play with Hulk, it would power him up and, and like do yeah. like a, like a, like a dot on enemies. Uh, go ahead. It even looked like just from the, the screenshots I saw that every, like their armor slots had like nine other pieces of gear that you can keep on your character to kind of swap yeah. in and out on the go. That's like literally right out of the, the destiny menus. Like every one of your slots has nine other options besides what you're wearing to keep on your character. 100%. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. Loot colors and loot rarity. So you're going to want to get all your like purple gear after you get your blue gear and just like keep leveling <laughs> yourself up. It's going to be an Avengers loot game. Essentially. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, they showed off all like, events out in the world. You, yeah, you probably leave your tower and fly around and find like the monster attack in the city, and then all the people that are in that in that instance go and fight the same public event and everyone get your loot drops and knowing me yeah, it, how invested I am in the world of the Avengers, right, from the films, um, and kind of the comics. Uh, I'll probably eat it all up and fucking love oh, it. Oh yeah. I'm sure there's like a lot of I'm sure there's a lot of fun that you can you can probably have in this game. Diamond Jab, I was in his stream last night, we were talking. Uh he's very much excited for it. Like he he loves the idea of having a kind of like like a part multiplayer, part like story campaign Avengers game. Um they're also saying they're gonna release new characters after post launch. Uh well, those are gonna like, cost money. <laughs> probably probably i have a feeling a lot of the cosmetics that you can get will also cost money because yeah. they're, they're they showed off a lot of like palette swapping a lot of costume swapping of the characters right? right um i'm this is this again like i have like my yes i'll probably get you at launch games last of us 2 is definitely one of those um and then there's like my kind of like wait and see approach games this is probably gonna be like a let me see what the public thinks about this game let me see what, how the reviews go with this one and then maybe i'll jump into it um for sure. Um, I, I pre-ordered but, it. Yeah, yeah, I, I bet it. you did. Yeah, I yeah. It. I got it. Why not? Why wouldn't you? It's a cool. It looks like a. Uh, it, it could be a really fun experience if you want more Avengers, since Endgame is is now we're like a year away from Endgame. Um, but yeah, like we saw a lot of that, and that, I thought that was uh, pretty cool. That's crazy to me. I should have already watched Black Widow, but that didn't happen. Yeah, man, it's sad. I would have liked to see that movie this year, too. Why didn't those assholes uh, just release that on Disney Plus like they did the fucking Onward movie? Like, because they, they can't make nearly enough money if they do that. Yeah, they right. know you're going to wait till theater. They, they know that once it's in theaters, they're going to get their... 
their payday. You know, I wanted to see James Bond. We're talking about movies that I wanted to see. Okay, and that got pushed back. So yeah, uh, Tenant well, is pushed to August. Yeah, I think I think November at this point. Oh, is it November What's now? Called yeah. Die Another Day or Die. I forget oh, the name. It's oh, sorry. Terrible. I said Tenant as well. No, no time to die. Oh, fuck. I'm so sad about Tenant, dude. Yeah. And Nolan really wants to release that in theaters for some reason. Like, yeah. he doesn't like, care. Of course he does, dude. Of course he does. But anyway, yeah, Tenant um, would have been a banger. Yeah, dude. Absolutely. Anyway, um, we'll get him someday. Yeah, so yeah, Avengers game coming soon. I guess we'll see how that, that turns we out. We'll see. Um, the last story I have for you, unless you want to, you unless you want to talk about Doc as well, but there's no, there's no story there. I don't think with Doc. There really isn't. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's man from Twitch, and man from no Twitch. one knows. No one knows. There are rumors that it's because he signed a contract with a different streaming company, but there's also people are saying that like, again, all of it is hearsay. Someone goes like, oh, someone put me. Uh, someone told me like the reasons and, and I heard it from two other people and it's so bad. I don't want to say it. I'll wait for him to say it, which is all complete bullshit yeah. just on Twitter. So either he sexually assaulted someone and that's why Twitch got rid of him at, as, fa- as fast as they did, or he was a breach yeah. of contract, which was also a rumor that he signed with one of these new up and coming platforms that offered him probably a ton of money. He mm. then, of course, went to Twitter and said, "I don't know. Hey, Champions Club, I don't know why they just they just banned me, which I think is complete bullshit." Yeah, he you knows. Know. He's very theatrical. Look, oh, that's yeah. his entire brand. He's like, he's like he's a pro wrestler. Yeah, like he assumes he- that that persona, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. But we, it's just I don't know, dude. I don't know. Either he's gone forever, or we'll see him again. And those are the only options. And next. Yep. yep. <laughs> yeah. Who's next? Um, so the last story. Then, do you guys like Harry Potter? I do like Harry Potter. This uh, this book series this. It, it just appeared out of nowhere with no author. It's crazy. I love it. Yeah. Who uh, who is it? I don't know who that person is. It was just a, like a, a common fable we all know, grew up with. Yeah. <laughs> um. But the last Genetic year there was memory. Yeah. Last year there was this like really cool leak for this game. Do you guys remember when we talked about that? I we do, like watched yeah. these leaks. Yeah, it mm-hmm. inspired me to like watch all the movies and read all the books. Mm-hmm. Did but, that the leak alone did, made, did yeah, that to you? I did all that last year. That's awesome. Yeah, fantastic. When are you ready, Felix? Because this is going to be like yeah. Because now I have context in case a Harry Potter game comes out that I want to play. So that's what this story is about. The, yeah. That game, it seems like it is still in development and it's slated to release next year. So we still like may get that that crazy RPG. Um, two anonymous sources are revealed that the project is very real and that it is in development by Disney Infinity Studio Avalanche Software, software in Utah. Kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. That's literally the, that's literally the entire story. Give though, me so an like, open world fucking Harry Potter game where I can run around and make my own story. Yep. Give me the spells. Give me let me let me go to potions class. Hell yeah. Imagine like you do events and you get like rare spells. You get, like spell loot. Oh it's yeah, like Harry Potter wand Destiny. upgrades, right? Right. <laughs> yeah. Give me, give me some new cloaks and robes, exotic wands, exotic clothing that do does special things for sure. Uh, dude, I bought. Do you remember the Order of the Phoenix game when it came out? Yeah, like, I, just, uh, yeah. yeah. Like, all the movie properties, of course, had their own game, but the Order of the Phoenix was the first game that I played off of like the computer ones. Like I skipped a couple of years. Like I played like the first one on the on the computer, just like the real shitty PC games, but I still love them. But I got Order of the Phoenix specifically because they let you run around the entire castle 
oh, it was an really? open, it was like an open, open castle. castle. You weren't just like like relegated to a classroom or an event or a moment. It was the whole castle. You could just fuck off and say, "I want to go explore." And did the stairways like move? Mm-hmm. Shit, yeah, yeah. <laughs> shit, yeah. They what, did. <laughs> what year did that come out, Trip? Oh god, I don't know. I have to probably, look probably around the movie, right? I played this on the Wii, and it was cool because with the Wii, you did a wand and all the different spell yeah, shapes did. and everything. Yeah, so you did. Uh, let me look this up. We Order of the Phoenix. Dude, watching those movies and watching those kids like fucking grow up is just so weird. Isn't it crazy? It's kind of crazy how like that. That's like a series of like, yeah. like you watch these these kids grow. It's crazy. June twenty fifth, two thousand and seven. Cool. Is cool, when this game came out. Nice. Yeah, it was wild. Yeah, I was. I uh, I had an ex girlfriend who was super into uh, Harry Potter, and I was dating her around the time that I guess it was the sixth book had come out, and there was an announcement that the seventh one was coming. Or maybe she was mm-hmm. she had read the seventh, and she was pissed that she didn't. Did that come in two parts? Or was it just the movie? No, the movie. The movie was in two parts. Yeah. Okay. I think. I think what it was was the seventh book was coming out, and uh, she basically yeah. said, "Like while I'm reading this, you can't be in the room." <laughs> Why? Because she was super weird about being distracted from it, you know. And she oh, because like, she just wanted she wanted to just like be in it. Yeah, she was. You know, like I was in my late twenties, and she was like a woman in her like mid thirties, and I was just like, "Why is this woman so weird about this like Harry Potter?" <laughs> you know, like. And now you understand, right? Now you get it. Uh, no, I still and think she's batshit nuts. I still still think she's fucking crazy for. But it. you understand. But I think the story. I think it's great. Yeah. I mean, I love all of the books and. I even went through and did all those uh, fucking movies based on what a short story that she wrote, <laughs> the fucking Fantastic Beast shit. I thought that was oh, right. No, it wasn't even based on a short story. It was based on a textbook that the kids have in the main canon Harry Potter stories. Fantastic mm-hmm. Beast is one of their yeah. te- their test right text yes, exactly textbook books. So it gives you backstory on a textbook. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Indeed, it does. Man. Um, so, yeah, that's well, it, guys. Yeah, we'll keep an eye on that game for sure, because that'll be cool to see when it comes out and see what kind of a game it is. More leaks, please. Thank you. Anyway, is that the show? That's the show, guys. I think so. Show. Cool, yeah, man. I, yeah, I'd love to edit and get done early so I can do my fucking Fallout 76 weeklies and dailies. <laughs> do it. You're on the bounty grind, dude. I'm on the bounty grind. So you are on it. Don't get burned out. It's a real thing. It's a real thing, yeah. All right, let's ready to sign it off. Yeah. Uh, I've been Neo Ayoshi. You can follow me at Twitter, uh, twitter.com slash Neo underscore Yoshi. Twitch at twitch.tv slash Neo Ayoshi. Uh, I will soon be starting Ghost of Tsushima when that comes out. But until then, I'm just going to play a bunch of random things. Maybe my backlog. We'll see. Because I got nothing to play right now. All right. Who's next? This is Felix Hergood at Felix Hergood. Uh, when I get back to streaming, I'm on a bit of a uh, figuring out my schedule hiatus and figuring out all my shit. Because um, Mixer's dead, I'm just going to be doing Twitch only. Um, and you know, rest in peace, uh, the Mitches. But I'm going to reestablish my affiliate status and set all that up so I can have bits and subs and whatever, and ride that out until Twitch fucking cancels. I mean, it's going to happen. <laughs> Yeah, this for sure. So uh, get it, get get in while you fit in, baby. 
And uh, I'm Trip Zero. You guys can find me at uh, twitch.tv slash TV. All of my socials are also TripZeroTV. I'm very easy to find. I stream Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday at that site, TripZeroTV, 7 p.m. to 11 p.m. Uh, tomorrow is my birthday, so we'll be doing uh, some birthday fun. I'll probably be drinking on stream very irresponsibly. And um, I'll be doing the finishing up of The Last of Us DLC and maybe going into the second one, maybe splitting off with some God, other birthday dude. fun. We, we don't know. It's going to be a fun time. We'll see what happens. See what the vibes are. But then also, like Neo mentioned, yeah, the, the next big game will also be Ghost of, Shushi- Ghost of Tsushima. Speaking, I'm so excited for that, dude. So ready for it. So ready. That's mid July. So That's, I think, the 17th. Wait, it's on my phone. I just watched Rioni Kenshin, the uh, samurai anime again. Oh, yeah. I know that. So, like, I just, like, I want yes. samurai action. The 17th is the Ghost of Tsushima release. So. Oh, I'm also playing. Yeah, no, I'm playing that too. I'm playing that too. I forgot about that. Yeah. Prepare yourselves for a spoiler discussion on that. We'll have a very, very big, excited episode about it for sure. Yeah. Anyway, we will uh, catch you guys next week. See ya. Later. Later, folks. Dude, I would. I'm going to talk about. I can talk about Cyberpunk all day, man. That game looks. Dude, I kind of like, I mean, in terms of like making content, man, I kind of want to go back and look at like the source books and shit and like really dive into that world, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I think this this game could be fucking so wild and so rich. This is going to, this is gonna be big words, but this is like, I have a feeling this is going to be like the next Skyrim kind of. Oh, easily. hundred percent. Like it'll be probably sell a lot. And then in the mm-hmm. future, you'll probably see it released on people's refrigerators. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that kind of thing.